This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 9th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Stimulus to include aid for minority farmers. Analysts, higher corn and soy exports. Hong Kong culls pigs in ASF scare. Stimulus to include aid for minority farmers. House committees began voting starting today on the first provisions in the massive $1.9 trillion coronavirus aid package President Joe Biden is pushing to pass. The House Agriculture Committee is scheduled to meet tomorrow to approve its portion of the package. The chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, David Scott of Georgia, has been coordinating with his Senate counterpart, Deb Stabenow of Michigan, on those provisions, according to a source close to the discussions. There won't be a large tranche of aid for agriculture as there was in the aid bills of that passed in March and again in December. But there will be assistance for minority farmers and provisions to bolster research at black, Hispanic, and Native American universities and colleges. Now take note. Some of the provisions will be in line with a $5 billion assistance package. Stabenow joined three new Democratic members of the Senate Ag Committee in proposing for minority farmers, the source said. The proposal includes $4 billion to pay off existing debt and taxes. The sponsors of the proposal include the committee's two black members, Democrats Raphael Warnock of Georgia and Cory Booker of New Jersey. CBO throws ringer in minimum wage debate. One of the biggest issues Democrats are struggling with is whether to use the stimulus bill to enact an increase in the minimum wage. The Congressional Budget Office released an analysis of the wage increase that could make it harder or easier to pass, depending on your perspective. The CBO analysis found that raising the minimum wage would throw 1.4 million people out of work while lifting 900,000 people over the poverty line. That unemployment estimate could make it politically more difficult for some Democrats to support the bill. But supporters of the wage increase say the CBO analysis enables the provision to be attached to the aid package under the Senate's budget reconciliation rules. Here's why. Any provision in a reconciliation bill must somehow affect government outlays or revenue, and the CBO is estimating that the wage hike would increase the federal budget deficit by $54 billion. Keep in mind, farm workers are exempt from the federal minimum wage. Daybreak will continue after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to Daybreak. Analysts expect corn and soy export increases in USDA report today. 
grain market analysts and ag economists will be watching uh, corn and soybean export numbers and the World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimate Report released at noon Eastern today. Ben Brown, University of Missouri Extension economist, expects corn export estimates to increase and says that's largely going to be driven by Chinese purchases. He told AgriPulse, quote, we certainly are on track to pick up our export pace of corn, and it will be interesting to see how much USDA raises corn exports. Current export sales and shipments of soybeans point to a higher estimate for soybean exports. But Brown said the hard part is figuring out where they come from without causing shortages and higher prices for domestic users this summer. He noted analysts expect USDA to tighten U.S. corn stocks by 160 million bushels and U.S. soybean stocks by 17 million bushels. Hong Kong culls pigs in new ASF scare. Hong Kong authorities have culled 240 pigs after the discovery of African swine fever infections on a farm. It is the first ASF discovery in domestically born pigs in about a decade, and the government moved quickly to try to stop any spread, that according to a report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. All of the pigs that shared the same shed as the infected animals were culled, and the farm has been barred from removing any other pigs from the farm. That trade precaution was widened to include three other nearby farms. Hong Kong's Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department says it's working to pinpoint the source of the virus. Hemp industry moves forward on checkoff program. The National Industrial Hemp Council and Hemp Industries Association said they'll proceed with the development of a hemp checkoff program, citing, quote, positive results from a recently conducted survey. Well over two-thirds of respondents strongly agreed with the essence of a checkoff, the need for more research, for greater promotion of the industry, and for greater consumer education of the hemp industry, the group said. The intensity of support dropped somewhat when a checkoff fee was involved, but two-thirds of the respondents still backed the idea, even if it involved, quote, a nominal assessment of less than 1% of the value of the crops to fund industry research, promotion, and consumer education. Nearly half of those surveyed were hemp farmers, the group said. The next highest level of response was from those who process CBD at retail locations. U.S. breaks pork export record in 2020. The year 2020 will go in the books as a terrible year for many things, but not U.S. pork exports. A surge in demand from China seeking to keep pork on the shelves as uh, it dealt with ASF helped to push overall U.S. overseas sales to a record high of 3 million metric tons, worth $7.71 billion. That beat the previous records in tonnage and value in 2019 by 11%, according to an analysis by the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Obviously, the surge in demand from China, especially in the first half of 2020, was a driving force behind the record performance for U.S. pork exports, according to USMEF President and CEO Dan Hallstrom. But China was not the only success story in 2020, as exports achieved growth in a broad range of markets. 
Japan was one of those successes. Strong fourth quarter sales to the Japanese helped to propel 2020 exports to over 386,000 tons worth $1.3 billion. That's a 5% increase for volume and a 6% increase for value over 2019. Senators call for withdrawal of sheep import rule. The Department of Agriculture is getting pressure from Capitol Hill to withdraw a rule that would drop bovine spongiform encephalopathy, BSE, concerns from imports of sheep, goats, and most of their products. The current restrictions, lawmakers say, also serve as, quote, necessary protection against the introduction of other transmissible spongiform encephalopathies, such as scrapie. The federal government has invested over $200 million into scrapie eradication since the early 2000s. One letter led by Senator Kevin Kramer of of North Dakota and signed by seven other GOP senators notes. This investment has yielded tremendous results, lowering the percentage of scrapie-positive coal sheep at slaughter by 99% since fiscal year 2003. By allowing scrapie-positive animals and genetic materials into the United States, we risk reintroducing the very disease we have nearly eradicated. Another letter led by Representative Liz Cheney, a Republican of Wyoming, specifically cites efforts in the United Kingdom, where the Trump administration was trying to negotiate a new free trade agreement, to look to American business as a priority export market post-Brexit. Current market conditions and their effects must be adequately analyzed prior to the implementation of this rule. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 9th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.